Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Amig from On Average MD, your friendly rheumatologist. And today I really want to share with you how my first almost 20 days of Morning Miracle have changed me. So um, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, I was sharing that I was going to do a 21-day um, 21-day challenge to wake up earlier and do a morning routine. And um, so I'm almost at 20 days. I have stopped counting because basically I'm loving it so much uh, that I can't, I, I don't want to count because I, I'm like, no, I don't want this to ever stop. So I'm going to absolutely continue every day. The really, really cool thing is that I am not a morning person and I'm currently waking up at 5 a.m. This is crazy. Like anyone could tell you. I'm also one of those person who used to use snooze and I haven't used snooze <laughs> For a week, this is a really uncommon for me. Uh, so let me remind everyone what this morning um, routine consists of. And let me also tell you how I feel so that you get a sense and maybe I can convince you to also try. Um, I use the American Morning. This is this book. Uh, they, it's coming very soon with a new version. I think it's December 12. Um, I have... There's no, like, I don't get anything to advertise this book except, except knowing that I'm sharing something that has really, really, really helped me when I had to deal with my cancer. And also, honestly, like now that I don't, you know, that it's not uh, a threat uh, uh, anymore, although I don't like this word, but that's, it's not something that I have to put, you know, on the front line. Uh, I don't like those words too. <laughs> But it's not something that I have to deal with um, as actively as I used to. I still deal within it the sense of I don't want um, I don't want to be in a place where uh, the cancer would come back the same way that you know uh, my patients with arthritis, inflammation want to be in remission and don't want to have to deal with flares. It's the same thing for me, right? And um, so there are things that we do. And I really think that the routine that uh, Hal Elrod uh, shares in his book is um, is really really good because it explains why you should do it and what it can and how to do it. And I think when we are like, oh, I want to meditate, but I don't know how to do it, so you try, it doesn't work. And then you're like, yeah, well, it's not working for me. This is not for me. Then you cannot give up, right? Um, and I really like the idea of doing a routine and, and doing this, uh, like pushing yourself because at one time it is true. It becomes almost something that you don't want to stop, okay? So uh, what are the routines that he describes in this book? And I'm going to share them with you again. And then I'm going to tell you what it has done for me, even like right now when I don't have to deal with uh, a, a cancer uh, actively, right? So, um, so in in his uh, book, he sh shares the savers, um, and basically, it's and I'm going to share the ones that like what I do uh, on a regular basis. So basically, you wake up earlier, one hour earlier, because, or or you wake up and you do that for one hour. But the truth is that most likely you're going to need that one hour before. So you wake up one hour earlier and you do meditation. So or silence or prayer, something where you're silent, basically. Uh, then you do affirmations. And so that's actually really interesting. We'll talk about that. Uh, then you do visualization. Uh, so meditation, affirmation, visualization, writing. So journaling uh, and reading. 
and then finally your exercise. That those are what I do, and I, I'll explain to you why. And actually, I, I think I, I changed a little bit. So, the meditation, and I'm going to share just my experience. Meditation, ten minutes. I use. I have done 14 hours of meditation as part of a vipassana um, retreat. And I can tell you, it's never easy. I've never had a meditation that has been easy. So I think it's really important to realize that if you are feeling that it's hard, it's normal. There is no failed meditation because even if you have one second of, so that's what the parasympathetic system, you know, can do. If you have one second where uh, your heart rate decreases, thanks to the meditation, that is a win. But even if you don't have that, what you have to realize is that the more you do meditation, the more you are going to actually get there. And so I shared this on social media where I was saying at the beginning, like, man, like meditation is hard. Like, it's really, really hard. My mind is all over the place. And I, the only thing that helped me continue the miracle uh, morning, that's how he calls this, you know, this, the six uh, thing. Routine is that I was like, well, okay, even if a meditation is not great, I have all of those five other things that I know are good and I can do them, right? And they, I feel good after that. Uh, and it's funny, right? Like, I'm going to tell you, oh, you should feel good after meditation. Like, I didn't really feel good because it felt really hard. My mind was going places, like all over. After a week, what I decided to do um, is that I went back to start. So I basically went back to doing meditation guided. Uh, and the reason uh, I say I went back is that when I had started meditation um, so four years ago at the beginning of my cancer journey, I had uh, I couldn't do meditation on my own. So I had guided meditation. And then after a while, I was able to do meditation on my own. So I had stopped doing the guided meditation because I was like, no, 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 I want silence. I want to focus on my breathing. Well, it turns out because I had stopped doing meditation on a regular basis, I needed to train my brain again, like my mind again. And so, um, but it, it took less time. So I I'm, I think I'm still, well, I am still doing actually guided meditation. It's just towards the end, I don't really listen. I'm really focusing on my breathing. Uh, and I will tell you, like, it feels a lot better. I can feel myself go slower. It's It's been really, really exciting to see the changes. And again, like I don't have any expectations. I'm just like, okay, I'm doing this. And the truth is that the reason I'm doing it is that, and that's the first thing that I do is that I'm preparing for the next 15 minutes, 50, zero minutes, okay? So I do 10 minutes of meditation. Then, and you could do prayer, you could do reflection. It doesn't really matter. It's just silence or something that, you know, to just calm you down. Uh, you have... <laughs> So I tried this. Don't do like me. I tried to do this in my bed, not waking up. It doesn't work. You went by, I went back to sleep. So get up, sit, do it. <laughs> That's, I, I'm just telling you, I've tried many, many, many times. It doesn't work to do it in bed. Uh, okay. So then the, uh, then what I do is that some people go to affirmation and visualization. I do writing. And the reason I do writing and journaling is that right now, my meditation is not a quiet brain. And so because of that, I still have a ton of thoughts and I want to write them down. And so usually I, I'll write for five, 10 minutes and uh, and it quiets my brain. I, it really does. Like, you know, I'll, 
I'll talk about what I want the on average MD center to look like. And then I'm so excited that I'm like <laughs> writing, writing, writing. And I'm like, okay, well, what? What about my relationship? How it's going with my kids, my health when I have, you know, pet scan coming because I'm doing those every six months, you know, to to uh to reassure me and 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 also to share my fears with myself and then have this really kind voice that is mine just reminding me like it's all okay like i'm doing my best and it's all fine and what i love about journaling is that usually my brain is all over the place and it's very fast at first and at the end of my journaling session again it's never more than 10 minutes uh well at the end of the journaling session it usually my brain is much more quiet because I'm kind of like, hey, you know, we're all good. It's all good. Like, don't worry. Uh, and I have some path forward with what I want to do. And usually I use my journal to like share gratitude. And there's like a lot of science that shares that it's actually really helping. And we know that it actually helps uh, your parasympathetic system, which I talk a lot, you know, to decrease the inflammation and so on. So all of this to say... Um, that's the second thing that I do. And, and, and that's how usually I feel after. So again, there is no failed journal. Um, so that's really cool. And I don't think anyone can read my handwriting anyway. Uh, the third thing is, uh, affirmation. So, so I will say that that's probably the hardest one for me. I do the affirmations. I do them because I'm a good student. Not all the time. Right, right now I'm trying to be a really good student, uh, with the miracle morning routine. Uh, and uh, those affirmation, you know, so for health, it's like, I feel vibrantly healthy and alive. Uh, I love that. So when I'm, you know, stressed out about a PET scan or, you know, if I have a cold or something like that, I have done this. Like, I feel vibrantly healthy and alive, you know, with like a red nose and like a sneezing. I feel vibrantly healthy and alive. And I love that uh, that uh, affirmation because it makes me feel like, yeah, I have, I feel vibrantly healthy and alive and it doesn't matter that I have to deal with this cold or when I had the cancer, the cancer or things like that because well, at the end of the day, I feel vibrantly healthy and alive, right? Um, and I think it's really cool to do those affirmations, to believe them. And sometimes we say we fake it until you make it. Um, I don't know that you want to fake it completely because the truth is that if you don't believe it, it's not going to do anything for you. But a way to switch that is to actually say, I deserve to feel vibrantly healthy and alive. So if you don't feel, so for example, um, I, you know, for example, for my practice, when I started and I had no idea if uh, people would be interested in coming to see me since I'm not taking their insurance, right? And I'm basically saying, hey, you know, come and work with me because I will provide you the best of me. And because of that, I know that your health will be better. Well, I didn't know, you know, and, and, I can tell you it does work and my patients love love it and I would love for you to come. But the, uh, And the truth is that I wasn't sure uh, how it uh, panned out. I was not an entrepreneur um, before. You know, I didn't know that I was an entrepreneur before I opened. So then I would be like, I deserve and my patients deserve to have the best practice in rheumatology in Colorado. And it's so cool, right? I deserve. Yeah, I deserve. I absolutely believe that I deserve. So it's not like I have the best practice in Colorado. That's not what I was saying then. I was saying I deserve to have, right? Or I affirm that I deserve to have. And so 
tweak your affirmations so that they make that they are true to yourself has been something that I'm, you know, I'm more in tune with. Uh, and that that's really like this has been four years that I'm trying those, those affirmations. And I will tell you, I think that that's the trick is to say I deserve, I want um, and uh, and put it in the present. OK, so that that's like the little trick. I don't do 10 minutes of affirmation all of the time uh, because I actually love doing visualization and I will take more time on the visualization <laughs> than on the affirmation. But I absolutely try to do them every day. And I really like doing them now and I deserve uh, um, or I affirm. And right now I'm I'm all about like trying new connection in Denver because um, I'm really excited. I love Denver and I love the people in Denver. So I'm like, I affirm that I'm surrounded with, um, what is it that I say? Inspiring uh, people and I inspire people myself. So that's my affirmation right now. You can absolutely steal it if it, it talks to you because those are cool affirmations, right? And that's the beauty, by the way, about affirmations is that you take one of your problem and then you switch it. So, for example, my kids love you guys, but sometimes <laughs> you can be a little bit challenging. And I love this also, but uh, that's true. Like if the challenge, right, like so uh, if one of my kids was a little bit challenging, I would switch it and I'm like, I affirm that my kids are wonderful and that we have a wonderful connection and that we're able to uh, move forward the difficulties, right? Like something like that. So you're just switching around. Uh, if you're looking for a job, like uh, I affirm that I deserve to have a wonderful job that helps me um uh, grow uh, and that sees my value where I can be the best of myself. Just all play with it. Use um, use the challenges in your life to switch it to an affirmation that's positive. And every time you're going to say that, I mean, just like, you know, it's really interesting. Just saying it, I was just like, oh, that's really cool. You know, it feels good. And I was thinking about the job. Um, a couple of my friends who uh, recently uh, were, you know, I have to change jobs. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That feels good for them. Yeah, they're going to get a new job because they're amazing, right? Uh, and they're going to get a better job even. And so I think that that's, that's really wonderful. So switch. If you have a challenge, switch it. Um, the visualization has been is has always been my favorite thing um, because there is no visualization policy. Um, okay, so this is what I tell all of my patients, and this is what I do. You want to see yourself healthy. What does healthy look like? Um this is a health podcast, but if you're listening to it and you're more into money, you want to see having wealth. And I'm not saying money because I don't think money is the, you can be poor and have a ton of money in your bank account. What it is, is about wealth. You deserve wealth. Look, if you have a friend that has a ton of money and they give it to you, or if suddenly you're like on the street and then people are like, hey, come and eat at my restaurant for free, that is wealth. You don't need money. That is wealth. If people are inviting you, things like that, that is wealth. That's so much more important than, than money. Um, and same thing with health. What does health mean to you? Does health mean that you're playing with your grandkids? Does health mean that you're, you know, skiing uh, and you're, you know, you can, you can ski all of this and things like that. So what does health mean to you? And then you're like starting to visualize that. Uh, you're visualizing yourself uh, in um, 
doing backcountry skiing or snowshoeing since we're in the winter, but maybe it's surfing, maybe it's walking, maybe it's playing with your kids. See yourself and imagine how you're feeling and imagine all of the good things that it's bringing you. And, and at that moment, again, there's no visualization police. At that moment, what you're doing is that you're really putting yourself in that sensation and those feelings. And um, you're really visualizing yourself there. Look, if you're feeling in a lot of pain, if you're feeling uh, like deceived, like defeated, First of all, take an appointment, come and see me. If you're one of my patients, please talk to me. <laughs> we will get you out of there and we will get you to the good place, okay? If you're feeling like that, so you call me and you start with lower, which is that maybe it's going to be really hard for you to visualize yourself there. So maybe you visualize just like a step, you know, maybe a less step, just one step better, one step better. Because if you are... In, the, in your bed with a horrible pain or horrible fever, whatever it is, and like defeated, like imagining yourself completely healthy, playing with grandkids, doing backcountry skiing is pro and doing the Himalaya is probably um, completely out of range. And then you're like, no, this is, you know, this is not free. I, like, I don't believe in it. You've got to believe in it, right? Like you've got to believe in it because there's no imagination for this. You've got to believe in it. And a way to believe in it is to start, you know, feeling it. Um, to me, one of the things that really, really works for me is to draw it. I wish I had my drawings for you because they are stick figures. I So for me, for example, I have uh, curly hair, I'll put a face with sticks and I'll put curly hair around me with a big smile. That's me. And then I put some feelings around me. Like I feel great. I feel uh, loved. I feel loving. I feel cared for. I feel like I'm caring. I feel inspired. I inspire. And then, so it's really cool, right? I wanted to do a TEDx because I really wanted to share this idea that we sh like that we should see our diseases, our conditions as something that are here to teach us. And I really wanted to share this. Well, I started drawing a TEDx. So I started drawing a TEDx on the stage and I started drawing like a big room with a ton of people in it. Uh, and, uh, and it happened. And I'm not saying that it happened because of it, but I think, you know, it was really cool to feel that at that moment. Um, and because then I was like, okay, I'm going to make it happen. You know, it's it's not necessarily magic. I don't think if anything is magic necessarily. I'm a scientist, remember? So yes, I'm leaving a lot of place to magic and placebo. Absolutely. But I'm certain that there are ways to explain this with science. And I think that once your mind is set to something, things happen. Uh, and because you're making them happen, because you're listening to the opportunities around you. So don't skip that. It's like you're going to see it. it's like it's going to be hopefully like me, uh, your favorite thing to do. Uh, do it after the meditation and after the journaling. So yeah, your mind is quieter. OK, and then the affirmation you can do before or after the visualization. I don't know what I, I, I actually sometimes I do affirmations before or after. It doesn't matter. I do love the visualization. I would say I never skip that space because I love it. Um, and so I think you're going to love it as well. Uh, then there is uh, the uh, reading. So reading, uh, it has to be self-help book. Uh, why I'm saying this is that you like 
it, this is your time. The same way that you would shower, this is your time to uh, get your mind uh, in a better place, uh, to help your, your mind, your body, and your spirit. And so you don't want to do a fiction. Like fiction, keep that for later in the day, maybe before you sleep or something. It's really a book to help you um, improve your life. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure some people are going to say, like, fictions improve my life. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I, I agreed. Love reading. But and a book that's going to help you uh, get better, you know, personal development. That's what we're talking about. It's just 10 minutes of reading. I love reading. So I have to put an alarm to make sure that it's <laughs> that I don't read more than 10 minutes because um, it's just I love reading. And right now, honestly, like. I'm still reading the Miracle Morning, like, I mean, re-reading it um, because, you know, 10 minutes per day, it's not that much, right? So, uh, and and uh, it takes a little bit of time to read for 10 minutes. Um, and so, yeah, and I have other books uh, that I'm reading, but in the morning, this is the one. Um, and there will be another one, and there will be another one. There are so many personal development books in the US, and I, they are all wonderful. Uh, if you are in need of an idea, after the Miracle Morning, which you can start with, uh, I have a ton. So just ask me. Like, honestly, I have a ton in health, which is personal development. Uh, I have a ton in, the, you know, mindset, uh, etc. So ask me. Got a ton of uh, recommendations for you, and, and they're all amazing. Okay? And then the last one is 10 minutes of exercise. Okay, so here's a little thing. Um, I do 10 minutes of Pam Rife. The abs, she does, like, incredible abs. And here's the thing. After 21 days, you will see yourself, the lines, the six packs. It's incredible. It's 10 minutes per day. That is it. So sometimes Pam, I need to pause her because she's a little crazy. She goes and she does a lot of things. So at first I had to pause her and be like, hey, Pam, relax. <laughs> uh, but uh, seriously, um, now I don't have to pause her, so that's great. So then it's really just ten minutes, and uh, it's it's really wonderful. It uh, it allows you to have abs. That's what I'm working on. I I think if you have amazing abs already and you want to work on something else, go for it. Do something else. You can do yoga. You can do qigong. You can do tai chi. It doesn't matter. The idea is to move your body for ten minutes. For me, this is wonderful. I love doing it because I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to work on my abs ever again during the day and during the week. The only time that I work on my abs and then this morning, the only reason is that I started doing this with my friend Marie and that's what she wanted to work on. And you know what? Like I picked it up and that's what I do. And honestly, it makes me feel so good. And then after I, uh, I go and I hop in the shower and I'm all good. And um, again, I love this routine so much that I started waking up at 5 a.m. in the morning. It's crazy. It's helped with my mindset. It's helped with my interaction with my kids. It's helped with my interaction uh, with uh, my friends, my family, my patients. Um, it's helped about, you know, my own health. I had a, a pet can not so long ago. It's all good. And, you know, I, I went into this meditation state where I was like, well, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm doing all the things that I need to do. Uh, and I started visualizing that the pet can was normal, how I would feel, uh, and so on. And um, and it's been like just wonderful. Right now, my visualization is to have this incredible uh, center for on average MD, where uh, patients are coming, where we're getting uh, lifestyle coaches, nutrition coaches, 
uh, we're also getting yoga as well as massage therapists and acupuncturists and all of this in one center. And um, well, the center is coming very soon in person. And those people are starting to, um, to uh, I'm starting to talk with those people, uh, people that I think are excellent. And so that's what I'm visualizing. And I'm visualizing like, what do I want? What do I really want for this center? Uh, what will work for my patients? All right. And for the people who want that are not necessarily my patients, patients of maybe the massage therapist or the acupuncturist or the yoga person, the yoga teacher. And like, uh, what does the research looks like? And so on. Um, so it's really, really exciting. And I know that's a little weird um, topic for a podcast, but you know what? I could not not tell you how this is doing for me. And uh, again, I used to do this every day uh, four years ago. And I stopped it because life, you know, came in the way. And I'm so excited that I'm back at it because it's changing my life again for the better. So um, do it. You don't need the book. Otherwise, just order it. It's like on sale December 12. It's called The American Morning. You can also just find the old version. I'm sure it's cheaper. Honestly, it's like super cheap. I think it's like eight bucks or something. Uh, So worth it. I mean, so, so worth it. The other thing, honestly... I'm about to buy a bunch of them because I want to offer it to my patients that are coming uh, and it's going to be like a Christmas gift uh, for my patients, whoever wants it. So you can also just come and be a patient in the practice and I will offer you that book because I believe in this. Like I really truly believe that that's a way to heal ourselves. Um, and it sounds, you know, like just one hour per day. How amazing. All right. Uh, I will also tell you that thanks to it, I've started decreasing my use of social media, which is why you probably see a little bit less of my interactions um, and uh, less social media and less use of my cell phone, which is insane um, because I was on my phone a lot. And uh, you're going to see, I, I will tell you how I'm doing this. Um, same thing. I, I really hope I can change how you're seeing health. and. Um, I'm excited. If you're looking for a rheumatologist, you know I'm right here. Denver, Colorado. I also have licenses in Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and in addition to Colorado. So don't hesitate. If you're, if you're one of those uh, states, happy to help you. Telehealth works really well. And honestly, if you ever want to come to Denver, Colorado and come and see me, I would love to see you and I will make sure that I see you. Um, and um, yeah, and then, you know, share this episode with anyone you think would need this uh, or would you know, benefit from it because that's really what it is. And um, comment and tell me how you're doing if you're doing this. And again, it takes a little bit of effort at first, but don't give up. Continue, keep it, keep at it because it's so worth it. See you next week, guys. Bye.